This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Pasha's Mitzorah, being that Pasha's Mitzorah, that Sarat comes because of um, uh, Lashon Hara and so on, so Rishonim here are Meirach Abid on Lashon Hara. And... Uh, the first piece over here is the Akeda. The Akeda um, is Marich a lot about the specific chet of Lashahara um, and why it's there and so on. So let's see. Um, he starts over bringing the Medrash. The famous Medrash, Maitza Barofel Echotzer Mechazer by Yoris Mosipori. There was a peddler that went around from town to town and he would call out who wants to buy. Um, you know, an, a life elixir, something to give you longevity. Everybody ran after him. Um, so Rebiana went out and he said, you know, I'd like to see that. And he told him, nah, you don't need me. So he said, um, what is it? You know, after all, like, what is it you're selling? And he showed him a Tehillim where it says, Mi Yesha Chafetz Chaim, Oeb Yom Neros Tov. And then it's Elashon Chamiros, Oeb Yom Mirma. And then Rebiana said, all my life, I knew this Pasuk, but I just never realized how Kapshuto it is until this person enlightened me. And therefore, Chazal say, Moshe is one in Kali Yisrael, and so on. So he begins to explain a little bit um, the Shivas of Dibur, and why it is that Dibur is life-giving. He says, being that man is distinct from other animals in the fact that he can speak, that he has Koch Dibur, that would obligate a person not to say things In other words, all other parts of his body have in common, they, they, they sort of overlap with the animal kingdom. So if a person eats and the eating is not so much Shemayim, Beseda, that, that part we understand because eating mechanism is an animal mechanism. But since Dibur is specific to Adam, that would especially obligate the Adam to be very, very conscientious that only things that Shaykh Tetzur's Adam leave his mouth. Hakodem hu mevuah b'mashe Omar Kosev, Pasek says, v'yifach ba'apo nishmas chayim, and Unglis was metagim v'have ba'adam l'ruch mimalo. That a person became a speaking entity, and that was the Tzur of Adam. So the Pasuk says that Kaddish Baruch gave him a breath of life. The very famous Unglis says that man became speaking. Now, let's try to explain a little bit. He's going to explain a little bit Kohadibar. One of one of the um, I mean there are I guess two issues with explaining Adam's primary um, distinction as being Kohadibur. First of all, I would hope that we consider Seichel a much higher Madrega than Dibur. Um, you know, uh, you um, you know, you always expect it to think more than you speak. Um, there's a, a famous letter was a sefer called Dibur Vidaya, and somebody said, you know, there's more emphasis on the first and the second. You know, these type of, of things. 
a, a person a person is supposed to be thinking first and speaking second. So it really asks, begs of us, why don't, why don't you just say a person is intelligent? Secondly, the animals, they're, they're always pushing against that boundary of animals being able to speak. They emit sounds and grunts and different things, and they're always coming up with more and more indications that there's some form of what's called speech. The question really is, how is that distinguishing man? On both sides. We don't consider that to be man's most distinctive characteristic, and to some degree it does share with animals. So he's going to explain what it is. He says primarily we're talking about dibur hapnimi, the inner speech, which is a type of thought process unique to man, and that's why man is called the living entity who speaks, meaning understands. Um, similar to, it says, Achas Kim, God spoke once, or Dibartianim Libim Zulasa. Now, let's explain this point. When a person speaks, so it's not a feat of the mouth and the tongue alone. Or it, the primary, the, the, for instance, let, let's take the way an animal perceives things. And again, I, I, I have to guess a little bit because I haven't had much experience being an animal. But, um, but, but what we would think to be correct is as follows. An animal sees, let's say a giraffe sees a lion. A lion arouses in her a sense of danger and a reaction to get out and all sorts of um, all sorts of uh, hormones and uh, neurons and things fire and get excited and so on and it runs it has a sense it saw it it senses it and it reacts to it that process exists in an anim animal for the animal to be able to recast it in digital format, so to speak. They're able to say, oh, lion, hungry, likes supper, likes me. I, you know, I might become its supper. I need to run away. The, the thinking, the process that condenses thoughts into words is a tremendous transition from one framework to another framework. There is a, perces a perception reaction framework, but any conceptualization any thought, the way we understand thought, requires it to be abstracted into translated to language. Let's put it that way. I need to be able to translate. Just like, let, let's give an example that we, we overlook. Most, I mean, human beings are capable of reading maps. And we take it for granted. Some people have a very easy time with a map. Some people struggle with a map. But, but most people of any reasonable intelligence can do a map. But a map requires a tremendous um, recasting of something. A dog, it can, you can give him uh, somebody's shirt to smell, and he'll be able to smell it 10 miles away, and that's the way he'll get to it. But he couldn't translate the smell of the shirt into lines on a piece of paper. The lines on the paper are a marshal. The lines, the colors, the roads, everything on a paper is a marshal. 
the ability to, that's called the koach hadibur. That's the koach of taking it and putting it into words. And, and, and that means I'm able to build a model in a different language. I've gone from the language of perception, uh, sensual perception, to seichaldika language. That's extraordinary. That's unique. That's the shorish of all chachma that is man's. A fox has plenty of chachma, but the fox's chachma is not, let's do an analysis on blood hands and, 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 and you know, an Englishman and their hunting habits. It's it, it just like if, if, if the dog's there, I run there, I dart here, I see a hole over there. I, there's not the conscious process of being told with something and, and having it in words. That's the Koach HaPnimi, that's Koach HaDib of Adam in its primistic form. Mikol Makom, he says, so even though that's the main part, Hadiba Chitsoni Hushutfo Reo Melitzo. The outside Dibur is its partner. What we call speech and communication is its partner. He can now take this information and it's now transferable. You can ask an answer, you can speak or go or think. Dibur and Lashon, language and the outside Dibur, had to be part of the Yitzira, part of Baisabrashis, so that people can form a society. On it says, A person thinks thoughts, and Hashem puts um, his, his speech into his mouth. Ya'oma, Man, as man, has the thought process, but it's Hashem who gave him a, a secondary power of actually being able to express that. Um, there's another passage, Hashem Rasim L'Shoen L'Mudim, the ability of now transferring that information, of having ports and plugs where we can transfer information, was a secondary service of it. Um, Ralph speaks in many places that Adam needs to form um, three different Sharim and one of them is person to person. So the speech that we have, the Koch Adibur, is a secondary phase of it. It's the Chitsonius of it um, that builds itself on the Pneumius of Dibur, like I said before. Um, and Loshan Kodesh is the language which which the world was created with, um, meaning it's more than just the world was created Loshan Kodesh, because we don't know what that means. It means the language that was created. The language that Kodesh Pokal put into place is Loshan Kodesh. That's the Loshan. Um, so a person is, the language that was created was Loshan Kodesh, and then he says, from that, um, from that, other generations learned to um, uh, to bring languages out into the world. It, it, other languages are an imitation. Once you see the principle that it's possible to take thoughts and in a certain medium to, to translate it, there were other languages as well. Um, who gave man a mouth or who made him dumb or deaf um, 
and and uh, the the um, and and the reason was because of because um, this is a very primary. It needs a bria. It's not something that can be taken for granted as an offshoot of something else. He also explains me do a kacheres in adam a cheres that doesn't have you know cheres in shemir in medaber doesn't doesn't have a din of a gadol why and he says zelafi shadiba apim vachitzen him shutim vekrayvim the outer form of speech and the inner form and and that inner thought process are akin to each other chisarina echad made al chisarina shenibli sofik if you're lacking one you're lacking the other. And therefore, if a person doesn't have any exposure to language, it's going to be lack of fingerprints. Yes? But really, doesn't this last point somewhat challenge the, the premise here in that, I mean, there are people who can't speak, but, you know, they develop sign language, and they, can, they obviously have conceptual thoughts, and once they learn so to correct them, they can't. First of all, A, if you have the tool of, of language, it works in your mind. And secondly, there was also... A fascinating article I read that there's a big machlokas from people dealing with deaf mutes if to try to get them to do interactive language with people or to do sign language. And there was a train of thought that sign language is a more natural, you know, it's because the thinking process is also different. And sign language, which is really sort of a symbolic type of thing, is a lot more in, in tune with what they, um, what's natural to them as opposed to foisting a, a mimicking of, of language and so on. I, I don't know the details, not something I'm very familiar with, I just was very fascinated reading with it. it. But I think once you teach a person the tools of it, so then he, he, he learns it. Um, I don't think I'm capable of learning, but a person who never had language, who just didn't have the tool language, then the thinking also became stunt because of it. I mean, would they have the conceptual? Would they have the concepts within I, their I think I think they go together. A child, as language develops concepts, I think they feed on each other. That's what I think is the bottom line. Okay, he says from this he thinks that if a, and therefore he says if a person uses this car, which is uniquely human, for things that are not specific to it, then what he's done in fact is he has misused it in the worst way possible. It's as if the person, let's say a king gives a person a suit of his um, as a gift to show his great friendship, and the guy dresses his donkey with it. He puts it on his horse. That's a terrible, terrible um, humiliation. It's a terrible affront to the king. He says the same thing, a person who was given language, which is a divine type of capability, and it was given it to him for the use of things that are human and, um, and for delving into wisdom and so on. And he uses this, which is a, 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 a quasi-divine gift, and he misuses it um, to for, for either to get his taiva, or to hurt somebody and so on, then he's like taking the proverbial nezims of a, a ring of gold and putting it into the the nostril of a, of, a, of a pig. That's why it was a big mila. Chachamim said that there were there were Chachamim said Rav said he never was sochzich of a yama 
because uh, uh, it, it's something which is um, this is something that speaks to the highest part of human being and uh, it's something which using it only for Kodesh more than your hands or feet or whatever it is it, it's, it's most appropriate it's like a, a, a Torah should be used only for Kodesh um, and, it's, and because it's uniquely divine so too of the Kohas of Adam Kohas Diba is uniquely divine and should be used for that then he says, Now we understand what, you know, this is the skimming through a lot I've taken out, that um, the, the, uh, the, the Kavana of this Medrash, The only types of outside Diburim that ought to appear are those that the inside Diburim uh, agree with. Um, I want to just talk about this a second the, in the Chete Haloshon if we identify what is uniquely Chet Haloshon what exactly is, is, uh, is um, should be described as Chet Haloshon we would say the following that those things since the Loshon since language and Kohadibur in general are the ability to transfer things from the Olma Pnimi to Olma Chitzon, it should stick only to things that are coming from Olma Pnimi. Sheker is the sort of the Shoresh of all Chate Adibur. Sheker means there is Echad Bepev Echad Belev. You're saying one thing and it's not synchronized with what's inside. The other Chetea Dibur are also, in a certain sense, not synchronized. Um, it, 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 because only things that Das says one ought to speak, should I be speaking about other people? Shalom to Ellis. The answer is no. And more than any other, more than, if I do something with my hand I shouldn't do, it's an Avera. But it's not really a Pagam in the hand as a hand. When Chet means if it's something that your Pnim tells you don't say these things, then not to be spoken about, and I speak them anyway, that's where I, that's being pogea in the etzimetzias of what a, a, a Dibur is. Um, and therefore, a person who is using Dibur in a way where the Dibur is anti his premius, he's not a real Chai. Very, very poetic lesson that it's somebody who's turned his mouth into a weapon to harm people, to kill people. Um, so it boomerangs, it hurts the person himself, it kaluum, um, when we tell you to do, and it chases him away from from the world, so that's <coughs> why he's he's so despised. For Ulam, he says, Moshe Rabbeinu Al Shalom Hiflik Mikulam Nasagam Zakorach Dibelegamri. Chazal were Moshe Rabbeinu in the pasuk, the way Chazal interpreted, really was the strongest about it. He said, Zos Torah Samitzar Motzeshemra, and 
it, it says that that a, a person who's a Mitzorah is considered like a mace. Because a person, so he explains that, Kedah, Kamoiti Shemra, while Mafsidis Askulam Yechadesloi, Alzeha Oynesh, Oynesh Bitsaras, Shebavuro Leyukora Bol of Chaimidaba or Yehoshev Kemes Machlot. The, the Tsaras, since this is meant to be what a human being is, what his life is about, so um, the person is considered dead when he misuses Koach. Um, so basically, the, the point that he's making is Koach HaDibur is the fundamental Dibur Koach of Adam for the reason that he explained. It's the, it's, it's, it's the real intellectual fulcrum that that turns things from uh, from vague sensations to ideas, and the ability to speak it out is sort of an extension of koach and it adds to it, and it is that that makes a person what he is, and therefore if he misuses it and, and turns into some destructive force, it's it, he himself is going to be lacking in in his chiyus and so on. Next one is. A Rabbeinu Bechayev. It says about the Shilach the Tzipachav Neasodah. Part of the Tyra process is to send out the bird, one or two birds, onto the field, send them away. So he explains. First of all, they're hapshat because being that Tzeras is a communicative disease. Um, on the shot level, in other words, as as a type of, you know, it resembles saras that is commu- a communicable disease. So you need to send it out that it shouldn't attach itself less on anyone. And uh, and that's why Thomas Mitsoro he says, um, it being that it was a ruach atuma that was on him from the very very from Nachash Akadmoni. It's a very serious tumor. So, um, and therefore, Mitzorah is like a mace, and sort of it's sent out not to be part of the Yishuv, not to affect other people. Then he says, um, To those which inhabit the field, the wild. Basically, it says like this: the um, the world itself has parts of the world that are inhabited and life-giving and life-bearing, and those are things of a um, those are things which are the mokum yishevadam, and then there are, there are those areas that are um, for, the, for whatever reason, they don't sustain life. They're sort of, let's call it, anti-life. And it's those places that are inhabited with koch of hashchasa. In other words, even though hashchasa starts out as uh, a lack of something, the midbar is a place with no water, it's a place with too much heat and so on, but it also attracts once it's become a place that's not habitable, it attracts um, 
forces that are destructive kumasei. Uh, scorpions tend to be there and uh, all sorts of uh, pr um, nasty critters and so on. We send out the bird, so, so if we're to ask ourselves within the framework of the world, where are those kohos of Ra, the answer would be there. In other words, places that are, um, places are, each, each place that is desolate has in itself its own kohos that inhabit it, so the Sir Azazel, for whatever reason, Azazel was um, it, it was the place for the soil. The, the Sada and whatever Kohos inhabit the empty fields and so on were the, were the place for these things. Next one is in Ebenezer. It says, Kisavor Eretz Kanan, And it speaks about Nige Nige Batim. So it says Vitam Devanel says Kisavolasan. So why is it Dafka Tavolaksan? So he says, Kizanoheg Baaritz Lavado. This is a type of Tsaras that's only Shaykh to Eretz Yisrael, But for Goidel Malas Haaretz. It's because Eretz Yisrael is unique. Kamigdash Besaycham. Vakovat Betocha Migdash. So um, it's one of two ways. Devanel is not clear about the cause and effect of it, he just points it out. So, let, let's go through it slowly. He says, first of all, he says, it's the, it's Bavur Godomalas Haaretz, it's because Eretz Yisrael is unique. Ki amigdash betoycham amigdash. So, A, what makes Eretz Yisrael unique is not that there's uh, Kedushas Haaretz in its place like every piece in itself, it's rather all of Eretz Yisrael is the place of the Beis Hamikdash, which is the place for the Shekhinah. So the first point you see in Ebenezer is that Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is a result of it being the Mokom Mikdash and the Mokom Shekhinah. That's um, one point. Secondly, it's either or either we need to prepare a place that's fit for Shasa and therefore, um, we need. Th therefore, there was the special kapeda of negevatim, or the other way around. Because there is so much kedusha, um, anything that is problematic um, suffers a lot more. Like like that anything which pre which has in itself a a greater kedusha rejects more strongly the the. Um, the inyanim of uh, of Tumah and so on. Okay, I think hold it here.